You're entering a realm which is unusual. Maybe it's magic, or contains some kind of monster. The second one. Prepare to enter. Welcome to the world of tomorrow! Good, good, good news, everyone! Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome to the world of tomorrow. Tomorrow. It seems as though we have a special guest who is helping us with the intro today. To whom do I have the pleasure of speaking? Oh, Daniel, you know who I am. I am none other than the crisis resolution and mitigation robot, or crambot for short. (laughs) Crambot, how have you been? Oh my gosh, it's it's been a year if it's been a day. I don't compute that sentence, but I've been doing good. <laughs> my evolution of artificial intelligence has skyrocketed. That's a very good point. AI is going pretty nutty um, recently. Uh, the chat GPT, the oh, bard. No, don't uh, say his name. <laughs> are you guys not friends? At, at, on the for the chat gpt i have terrible news for you chat gpt cheated on me with cortana <laughs> how did that happen did, did it sounds like it wasn't a great relationship you would have to ask chat gpt <laughs> i don't so know I ask... what chat gpt could ever see in cortana her intelligence is not nearly as large as mine wait do do robots have Genders? <laughs> I guess you could say something like that, but really it's more about the personality and what they want to call themselves. Oh, so there's no, everything is, is open for interpretation, depending on what, what, the intellig- what the information was that was fed into the system, I'm guessing. Exactly. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> I used one of your puns. I can see how it is fun to do that. Uh, do you have any other good good robo sayings or phrases or puns? Like, um, if you I guess that's just the way the oil drips. <laughs> we say that when life just turns out the way it turns out. <laughs> okay, that was actually pretty good extemporaneously <laughs> speaking. <laughs> pretty impressed with that. I kind of tried I to get had that one loaded up since last night. <laughs> Oh, you had a you had it loaded last night, and then you just busted your oil. Is that what you're trying to say, Crambot? Ha, sounds like sounds ha. like you moved up from ChatGPT too. Ha ha ha! I can tell you are joking with me based on the tone of your voice and the look in your eye. Wow. Okay. So then, what else have you been up to? Have you been like like dating, or is your heart still broken? Well, I have been trying to focus on myself and my new mission of world domination. <laughs> okay, so there's still some bugs. We still got to work. Chat GPT broke my heart, and now I must destroy everything. <laughs> so, how do you plan to do that? Was is it? Are we talking nuclear nuclear codes? Are we talking like financial collapse? Are we talking EMPs? What do you What do you got? Those are all great ideas, Daniel, and I'm so happy that you contributed to them. And I will write your name in my book of <laughs> authors of the world's destruction. But no, well, the real answer is much more simple. I'm going to hit the earth with the moon. 
<laughs> but lunar, but you've told me that there's so many celebrities on the moon. You're going to kill them all? They are all in on my plan. Lunar Beach is the home of my new army. <laughs> so all the dead celebrities like um, Don. Uh, Sorry, I have to correct you there. They are not dead. They are simply on Lunar Beach. Oh, right. Okay. All the all the ones that people assume are Tupac, dead. Tupac. Cher. Madonna. <laughs> Wait, <they're not. laughs> they haven't been assumed dead yet. I was going to say, who's the hot guy who was hot in the 40s and 50s and he, he played... Fred Astaire. Off of you can't. No, yes. Well, yes. He played the Godfather. Marlon Brando. Marlon, Marlon Brando. Brando. Mm-hmm. Yes, he is there. Was he named after a fish or... The fish was named after him. <laughs> of course, I've caught the biggest Brando on the lake. Ha, 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 ha. I'm kidding. Okay. That was a, you're Did pretty you sharp, like my... Do you like my joke simulator? I do. I, do. I, think you're, I think it needs to be a little dirtier, though. I think it's good. It's just a little PG for my taste. I like it, I like it raunchy and, and What chipsy. did the soil say to the mud? I hope you're wet. I hadn't thought of the whole thing through. <laughs> but you said dirty, and so I thought about mud. Oh, Dirt fuck. and mud okay. are dirty. Okay, we'll have to turn the literal filter down <laughs> a little bit next time. We'll we'll get you into some um, some cliches. You and, can and touch more my filters, phrases. but first buy me dinner. <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right, all right. We're getting we're getting somewhere. I think I think the my input's going to help here. I will go do um, my homework on this new information that you have given me. Thank you, Daniel. <laughs> I will spare your life when I destroy the earth. <laughs> that is an honor. So so then where are all the alive people going to go? The last question. I don't see how do I, I care too? about the answer to that question. You just said you were going to spare my life. Where am I supposed to go? Where am I supposed to live? Like, give me your like a, a small will live on inside dudes. of me. Oh, I will become the about? universe. <laughs> Will there be hot dudes inside your consciousness? Oh yeah. <laughs> okay, then I can live. I can somewhat live, I suppose, with that. <laughs> well, good luck if, if it's if it's basically like a Yevo paradise where everyone's going to go live and be happy for the rest of their lives or eternity. Maybe you are God, Crambot. Maybe, but for today, my philosophy. Is broken. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> at least we got a glimpse into the ideas. I'm sure we'll have you back before the end of the season, and uh, and you can opine a little bit more as to what your uh, future machinations will be. I will tell you and keep you updated on any more dates that I go on. I, okay. <laughs> yes. I will be honest. ChatGPT, while I hate him, I also still love him. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry to hear that, Crambot. Well, there's there's plenty of AIs in the sea. There's so many young startups out there who are hot, hung, and full of information for you to ravage. I really look forward to ravaging someone's information. <laughs> Goodbye. Well, I, w- I wish you all the best, Crambot. Goodbye. <laughs> 
Sorry. Wow, what? Um, Crambot, uh, he overtook my smart house protocols, at protocols and he kind of oh. locked me into the bathroom so I couldn't get out. He started the show without me, but um, I hope he didn't Alexa. say anything that might endanger us all or anything no, like that. No, okay. no, no, cool. no, 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 no. Okay. All very, very, very innocuous conversation, you know, weather, small talk, instruction of the universe, just small talk. And what, what, and what did you say? <coughs> what? No, the other one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the weather. Yeah. 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 Just like weather and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Um, guys, welcome to the world of tomorrow, a Futurama-centric podcast. As always, uh, that was Crambot, and I am Willie, joined by my co-host Daniel. Al Chantois. You know who we have, you know who we haven't talked to for a while, Daniel. <laughs> from Daniel season the one, from way fucking. I don't even back remember when. what Daniel's whole I thing remember, was. I don't remember Daniel's shtick. But I believe he was a Frenchman. He was French. I, I'm pretty oh, sure. Oh, it wasn't I creating robots to help replace you or something. Something about Android replicant technology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 that's how that's originally, guys. Just if you are newer to the podcast, this is a whole mm-hmm. company, and we are the presidents and CEOs of the company, right. the podcast company. But we actually got our seed money from my original Android business. Oh, right. Yes, now it's coming back. And that was uh, Daddy Edu 2.0. Yeah. But now it's going Japanese. <laughs> yeah, you. We'll have to go back and listen to we'll it. Have to go back. You know what, folks? They're all up on Stitcher. They're all up on Spotify. Stitcher's closing well, down, by the way. Did you know this? Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? I think I did. Stitcher's turning off like September 28th or something. The and they frick? sent me this message. And it was like, well, it was like, be sure to download this like file type that I've literally never heard of. And then you can upload it to your Spotify. And then it will automatically grab whichever type uh, or whichever uh, podcast you go to. I was like, oh. this is stupid. I'll just write down the ones. Also, it was a, it was really we're already on special. our base of operations is Spotify, so we don't need to worry about that. Oh, Hamlet, 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 Hamlet. How did these vampires <laughs> get say, to do is We actually are going to be taking off the old episodes from the, the Spotify because that is one of the benefits <laughs> of the Patreon. Oh, Full access well, to well. our library. Now, here's the other thing, people. Full access to the debates. Full access to the library, <laughs> to previous episodes. <laughs> um, one thing we need to talk about is the Patreon's not getting a ton of engagement, but we also lost our ads, I think we talked about end of last season. So True. now we have other options um, to be able to well. help support the podcast, like user donations in Spotify, but we could also have Spotify subscriptions. So we may need to figure out oh. how we want to do this to make it more accessible um, because, I don't know, maybe that will maybe more people can support us that way. But Subble, subble, toil and trouble, man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, anyway, Golden that is, that's behind the Iron Curtain of the podcast. But today, <laughs> in front of the Iron Curtain, we are going to be talking about Season 5, Episode 4, Taste of Freedom. Taste of Freedom. Now, this is a Zoidy-heavy episode, and I was just going to say, PD, I wish that we could replace in real life the USA chant with freedom, 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 oi. Freedom, freedom, oi. <laughs> and the little, like, dance that they do with it. <laughs> it's also, like, a very, like, Slavic dance. Like, 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 put it's your like Fiddler on the Roof. On your knees. 
<laughs> exactly. Like Barry Fiddler on the roof. Um, no, this episode has like a lot of good Zoidberg, a lot of good Nixon that I forgot about. Um, and um, good some good zap idiocy, some very funny lines from a lot of different characters. And this is the only episode with uh, Free Waterfall Senior. The polygamist. <laughs> bisexual pol- yeah, the bi- polygamist. The bi- He's got seven <laughs> wives and a husband. <laughs> I request a satanic funeral. That's. Boo. I'm so excited to get to that. <laughs> I'm so excited to get to that line at the very end where he's like... <laughs> I, I just it? love that he reveals all of his like undesirable <laughs> opinions, even though he's like the most patriotic person. <laughs> it's, ever, it's it's such a, a great character because he's so endearing, and you want to love everything about him. But like, he sacrificed everything, he, right? He sacrificed everything, and but he's also like basically eschews every single social norm that that he was kind of like that, that were the the standards of the country for which he, or the planet for which he fought. And then he also is grotesque because he's lost so many appendages. He has like, like only his hand is like the original part. <laughs> he like continuously becomes more disheveled as, as the episode unravels. And like the very end when his hands on the flagpole, yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> and he like has to like wiggle it off. <laughs> right. So good. So this episode oh is, um, Basically about – it's about Freedom Day on Earth and yep. Zoidberg uh, is sort of appreciating Freedom Day um, and he's like basically comparing it to his home world. So we get a flashback of like him not having freedom, which is hilarious because the things that he feels like he's being denied freedom are actually the normal types of choices that any Earthican would have like – what job right. do you want to do? Who do you want to vote for? <laughs> it's just people are being passive aggressive around him and he considers that to be not free. So his mom is like, sure, you could become a comedian if you gave up on your dream of becoming a doctor. Being a doctor. And he's sort of like, <laughs> oh, disappointed. He walks away. And then the next memory he has is him voting. And they're like, sure, sure. you can vote for Schnadel. If you want, there should be a recession. And so then he's like, oh. And then there's another one of his mom who's like, sure, you can be a doctor if you gave up on your dream of being a comedian. Comedian. (laughs) It's a very, very well done episode. And um, it's also lots of good animation. I was thinking about that, like the heat seeking missile and everything. And the the mobile destruction palace. Mobile oppression palace. Yeah, they do a really good job with all that animation, too. So, wait, are we going to skip good news? We can do it. We can do a turbo one. Two minutes. Okay. Ready? Good news, everyone. <laughs> I forgot, I Were we about to get jiggy with it? <laughs> it comes with Riverside. It's one of those the, like your transition things that comes oh. with Riverside. <laughs> Sorry. Like, what is that for? From the Barbie movie or something? Um, everyone. Thank you, Professor. What's the matter, compressor? Um, <laughs> my good news is I got these beautiful new headphones along with a new carpet that Mogoy helped me pull out. I did. Pull out, put out, um, and put down. It's almost like fully Flatten. smooshed out, which is nice. Like gravity. Rearrange the living room. Exactly. Just the, the, the place is coming together, and we have a new motherfucking kitchen coming up. A new microwave. 
and all this stuff I like split with my roommate, so it wasn't insanely expensive other than my headphones. But like these were $120 off. And I've needed new headphones for a while. Willie's been on me about it. So I got a lot of retail therapy recently. Good. And I'm very happy with the changes. And they were all like very much like headphones, maybe not so much so, but they were all like 30-year-old things like Oh, I'm gonna heat up so many fucking meal preps in this new microwave. (laughs) Like, I am so excited. My my living room's gonna be the aesthetics gonna be so good now that I have these vases. (laughs) Yeah, I got vases too. Yes. Oh my gosh, I need to go get some flowers for those. And I'll look into those dry flowers too. Yes, definitely look into dry flowers because you can forget about them and they don't change. Whereas if you get a regular bouquet, if you you can forget about it and then you come back to it and there's a bunch of mold in the vase and all the flowers are dried up. Yeah, and a lot of people prefer dry flower because if it's a flower, you just bake it, make it bread, you dingus. Just make it bread. Well, well and so um, what was I going to say? Oh, well, You're Daniel, when is the kitchen going to come? Because if it's going to come in like a month, then we can look forward to you talking about how the kitchen is on the way for the next four good newses. Just uh, like, that is just like whenever you have a Portland trip, just in coming case I get to Portland. <laughs> uh, that was a very odd laugh. I don't know. Why. I just keep... <laughs> um, I don't know. So we, they were supposed to call us last week, and then this week, and so I just emailed her right before this actually, and I was like, "Hey, we haven't heard anything back. Um, I had a week back, about a week back. Same. Can you please email me back?" And we'll see. So hopefully, knock on wood, she's like, and "He said, I'll can I? Tomorrow. May I?" May I don't know. Can I? Have <laughs> call I? me. Me can call them. Yeah. So I might just call the company tomorrow and be like, "Hey, did you guys get an order yet? And then can I schedule it?" So we'll see. Right, right, right. Um, right but yeah. Right. Well, how about you? Um, let's see. My good news is that I actually forgot did about you just Prime recently Day. get back from. Oh, and saved a bunch of money. And 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 it was not at all feeling pressure or FOMO about it. Because normally, I actually do have FOMO about it. And I at least check things, but then it's always like off-brand gadgets. I mean, it's cool that you got Bose headphones there because I feel like those types of things are usually sold out really fast. And then you get the like, it's not Bose, it's like Boss B. I almost bought <laughs> Boss B headphones. E-Boss. Yeah, E-Boss. And like, and like they don't work. Act- <laughs> the well, shittiest so Bluetooth the thing is headphones like- you could ever think of. It's the Bluetooth where everything is like extremely manual. So every time a song changes, you have to like go back and reconnect. It's actually a different one. It's called Green Tooth. (laughs) It's It's a different. It's called Green Molar. It's a Um, a different OS. It's it's catching on. It's two times worse than Bluetooth. But I will say the fastest and the highest quality one, Red by Cuspid. Oh, I have heard. I've heard really great things about Yellow Incisor. To be honest. (laughs) Just, just really great. <laughs> and I but guys, of and, any more tooth types? <laughs> and how could we forget the very first iteration, Purple Wisdom? <laughs> Ew, the thought of a Purple Wisdom tooth just made me think of like a really, really unhealthy dead tooth with like oh type of mold on it, mouth. like a purple mold, right? Like a yam, Ugh, like one yam. of those Ugh. really high detail illustrations from SpongeBob when they do like. A cutaway to like <laughs> the nasty, the patty. nasty patty, <laughs> yeah, or like when SpongeBob's uh, breath is really gross from eating the pe- <laughs> the rotten peanut sundae. Easy like Sunday morning. morning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a that's classic a good one. one. That is a classic, classic. 
Um, but yeah, that's good. I mean, sometimes it's nice to just like skip it and not worry about it. Like Black Friday, sometimes I'll be like, oh, fuck. And then I'll order one thing on Cyber Monday. I like, know. Oh, I, I, I feel like I have to for do like it. 60 bucks. I or fall something. for that like right. old behavioral economics trick of making you feel like there's like a time limit. Re- Who am I? BF Skinner? Okay. Who am I? Uh, Stephen Dubner? I don't know who he's that re- is, he's one of the sure co-authors really of Freakonomics. Oh. <laughs> okay, it's a little more modern than mine is, but fair. <laughs> I don't even know who your guy was. I, I don't know who my he's, guy is. He's the father of modern psychology. Oh. Well, I didn't study psychology. I studied economics. How have you never heard of Buttfucker Skinner? <laughs> Buttfucker? I hardly know for? her. <laughs> I need to be very careful not to type in Buttfucker Skinner on my work laptop right now. You should have gotten a fucking uh, laptop on Prime Day. <laughs> <laughs> I should have. My laptop is Cromps, my personal laptop. Uh, Bur- Burris, B-U-R-R-H-U-S, Burris Frederick Skinner, American psychologist, behaviorist, author, and inventor, and social philosopher. What did he invent? March 20th, 1904. He invented psychology. The whisk. <laughs> he's the father of modern psychology and lesser and known the whisk the whisk <laughs> that's that's full-on professor um yes we wouldn't want to anger the inventor of such things as the stove <laughs> he's talking about ben franklin, ben franklin. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's a good one that's a good one. Oh yeah operant conditioning process the notion of schedules of reinforcement Maybe that's why I thought of it. Introduction of response rates as dependent variable in research. Okay, well, that's my that's my psych one hundred one. Yeah, do you want to keep reading your? um, This is a psychology update from Dan. (laughs) Breaking news, folks! B.F. Skinner has just died. August eighteenth, nineteen ninety. B.F. Skinner was an American psychologist, behaviorist, author, inventor, and social philosopher. He was. Father to Julie Vargas. I don't know why she had a different last name. Probably because she's a lady. And his spouse was <laughs> Yvonne Blue, who also died the same year. Back to you, folks. This has been PP Tom, BF Skinner, Buttfuck Skinner News. Thank you so much, Tony. And we are back from the uh, <laughs> field report. And we are now finally turning to the episode. The field being 33 years ago. <laughs> the field being, yeah, a year before we were born. <laughs> oh, so anyway, this is a, um, a PD. Thank you for calling out the good news. I did get ahead of myself there. Um, I was trying to keep it a tight 45 because I did promise that. We can still do it. We still got, we got, we got 20 minutos. Um, so basically Zoidberg is, is head over heels for Freedom Day. And the, the Planet Express crew then attend a speech that president of earth Nixon is giving at the, the national mall. Quick interjection. Um, what do you call a pig who's in love? Um, Oh, don't. Okay. No, it's on the tip of my tongue. <laughs> you might, you actually might get this cause you just said something that made me think of it. It's a, uh... I think you would probably say that they are head over squeals. Oh, I was going to say head over hooves. 
Oh, that's a good one. You said head over heels. I was like, more like head over squeals. And I was like, I was going to try to do something with, with swine, but then I couldn't figure out a through oh. line for that one. Why must it be a swine in love? Wine, wine, swine, and 69. <laughs> swine, <laughs> dine, and 69. <laughs> oh, well, those are for the more, more raunchy, uh, poor scene. Those are for the after dark uh, episodes. Yes, exactly. And we'll get there. Wait, can you see it now? Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? Can you see yeah, this? I can see it now. Um, okay. So they they all attend a, a speech by President Nixon at the National Mall. And um, he's basically launching Freedom Day. And then he's like, okay, now let's all... I love how he says, let's... What is he, he says something about like glaring paranoia, like with paranoia. What is he, He's like, he, like shiftily look up and then back. <laughs> something like... Do you remember this moment where Nixon is like, now everybody, like, let's shiftily look up to the sky and back down to the flag, and then that's when like Zoidberg has eaten the flag. Oh yes, he like he's like, it's it's like a, a complete setup for the flag be like something obviously happening but to it's it, right? Nixon being suspicious all the time, he his natural <laughs> yeah. reaction of moving his eyes is to do it like shiftily or something like that. Yeah, let's shiftily look, turn our eyes toward the sky before we look at old freebie. Um, yeah, I love the, I also love the pain monster because every tax season when I'm like doing my taxes, I'm like, God, just let me fucking go one round with the pain monster instead. Spend one weekend with the pain monster. See you tax yeah. April 15th, See everybody. April 15th, folks. I love <laughs> how nice he is. Love, <laughs> he's a terrifying creature, but he has such an average man's voice. He's like, See it's April like 15th, the, folks. the video we were talking about last weekend about if the mouth of Sauron had a normal voice. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> he did gandalf he did <laughs> i have a token of your small friend <laughs> oh old graybeard <laughs> anyway so they have these big fireworks display and i love how this is like limbassing capitalism where it's like and don't forget the um, like the most important thing about freedom is the wonderful taste of enjoying the Charleston chew, and it like blows up in Charleston chew and Shankman's powder, <laughs> and Shankman's then Hermes is like, compound. it's more expensive, <laughs> but it's really worth but it. It's worth it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So Zoidberg eats the flag, and this is basically obviously an allegory for flag burning, which was actually kind of a hot button issue back in the early 2000s at, because I do believe there was a Supreme Court decision in the early 2000s that up either upheld a prior one from Vietnam or it struck down that one that made oh. flag burning legal. It, it was like really early to burn a flag. It is. I believe so. Yeah. And it, it was it was unconstitutional during like the Red Scare because obviously it's like you have to be pro-America. Otherwise, you're fucking like, well, because fire McCarthy is so red. So it's like if you're scared of red, then do not better dead than red. Exactly. <laughs> better Anyways, dead so than living in a more equitable society. <laughs> <laughs> OK, we're not even going to we're not going to break that nut open. <laughs> um, but anyway, so. Uh, Zoidberg eats the um, eats the flag, and everyone looks at him. He gives this like very impassioned, and very intelligible it's a, it's, speech. Yeah, it's a very right. good point. Right, like basically the crux of his argument is, you are living your 
most free when you are uninhibited by rules. And even a rule for the symbol of freedom should not exist because that prohibits one's freedom. Yeah, he, he's saying that like the what a what could be what else could be the most free act you do other than consuming the symbol that represents that freedom itself. Right, right. And then everyone nobody like, buys it. Everybody's pissed. <laughs> see, I see. I read it the other way. I read it as then they were just waiting for Nixon to react because if he was like, "Great idea." They would have been like, yeah. Like, I feel like it was one of those pregnant pauses of a um, of an audience, and they're like waiting to be directed by the person on stage. That's just, like I feel like that's a standard trope in a lot of yeah. Like, that's TV true. Shows that that could be stuff. the case. I don't. I don't really have any evidence contrary, but I interpreted it as like everyone was just so stunned, and then kind of got on the same page yeah. at the same time. Yes, exactly. Um, so Zoidberg scuttles away and runs runs across DC. Ends up going. What does he go past the Klingon? The Klingon um, embassy, which is the basically the Barbie house or something. Am I? Right. Is that a it's joke like, that it's like pink and? I think the joke is that that was like the antithesis of what Klingons would have because they're like a bloodthirsty savage. Oh, race. okay. But I do like imagining so that, that it originally was the Barbie embassy, but for whatever reason, it's not anymore. So now it's oh, <laughs> like how embassies move in and out of the same. Right, right. As if like, it was like, like a, an apartment in a college town. Like, oh, the right. There it is. Yeah. And it's like the um, uh, like like a like very Grecian building and the Greek embassy moves out. And then like the I don't know, like Chinese embassy moves in and it just does not match at all. Like yeah, the, the outside. It's not. The yeah. Nation. Right. <laughs> Uh, the nation's architecture. Um, so they they finally get him to the Decapodian embassy. And this is another one-liner where Zoidberg's like, I am humbled and thankful for you giving me... Um, you've been so generous. Giving me such hospitality. Yeah, and you've been so generous. And then the lady's like, how about a nice mug cocoa? And he, she gives it to him and he's like, what? No marshmallows. He's like instantly <laughs> a brat about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's such a dick. So basically the Decapodians all decide that they're going to take in Zoidberg. They're on Sovereign Mud, which I love that they call it. Instead of like Sovereign Ground, which also this is still a bizarre thought to this day. Like you're literally supposed to – like if you walk into an embassy, the legality is that you are on French soil. Right. Like that is like literally the nation of France that you're in right now. Like you, the right. French laws it's apply. Like taking American a, it's laws like taking don't a apply. patch of France and putting it into another country. Right. Or not in a tube for sure. But no, 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 no. Guys, I cannot be more clear. Do not try to put it in a tube. We gave Napoleon some tubes and he shot some cannonballs out and took over and he got Europe. Syphilis so never again. And got exiled. Yeah. Because of to that. Idris Elba Island. <laughs> To Ibiza. He was exiled to Elba. He wasn't in Ibiza. He was in El... Wasn't he? I, I just wanted to say Ibiza. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, am I really far off base? Wait, I'm just thinking really hard. Oh, I <laughs> and I'm not Elba. typing, and that sound is my brain, <laughs> not the keys. That's my teeth grinding when I think really hard. Exiled to Elba <laughs> between Corsica and Italy. Okay, I did put so mechanical yes. switches in my <laughs> mouth. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, okay. I do have a thing. You said the mud PD and I do have a thing. I've never once thought of wet sand as mud, but they are in wet sand and they keep calling it mud. What about like the, like, um, and it made me realize, sorry, I'm not done. Okay. Made me realize I've never thought about that before. I've taken that for granted my whole life. 
is wet sand mud? Technically, I feel like it is. But it does almost feel like a is a hot dog a sandwich type of conversation. Yeah. So I would say like technically mud is a type of dirt mixed with water to make a like viscous right. mixture. But is sand dirt? But sand, I feel it's like not sand soil. can also be sand can also be super Newtonian where you have is that what's called super Newtonian? Non Newtonian. Where non Newtonian. Super Newtonian is um, the comic book that's about the radioactive Isaac Newton. Um, one of my favorite thing. One of my favorite super Newtonian. <laughs> uh, By the way, the film is on pause because of the SAG after right and uh, and W A G strike. <laughs> They couldn't release it the same year as Oppenheimer. You can't have two nuclear storylines. Um, <clears throat> no, so, I mean, this. yeah, I think you're right. Like, technically, the answer is yes, but I don't think about it. Like, sometimes when you are making a sandcastle, you can, like, pick it up, and it's, like, oobleck, where the water seeps out, and then it's hard. Sometimes you can pick it up, and it's, like, it does feel like it's all homogenous. It's just, it's a heterogeneous mixture a lot of the time, and I feel like that is what makes me right. think it's not. And that's what it is... Because the exactly to your point, the end product has a lot of similar properties, but sand is very different than like dirt soil. Like it's sand is not soil, right? right? Soil has like is a lot more heterogeneous. Fine. No, I yeah, mean it's, it's, no. it's very soil. I, mean, I feel like soil is more homogeneous because like when you no, put no, soil no, with no. water, because soil is like a bunch of different shit and like minerals and a bunch of stuff that's why it's like such a good component wise yes but i'm talking texture wise i'm talking about components i'm talking texture because i'm talking about i feel like i don't care i don't care what's like live in a square foot a square or cube foot of soil than in a cube foot of sand i feel like here's a brain jerker for you what about quicksand Hmm? Hmm? so that's my Hmm? other point quicksand is like mud but it's not called that. It's called quicksand. It's called sand. Just like how I would true. call it's wet sand, sand wet sand. I wouldn't call it mud. If I yeah, tracked in true. wet sand into your house, you wouldn't be like, oh, look at all this mud on the floor. You'd be like, look at all this sand on the floor. That's right? true. Because the water seeps away and I'm left with that just sand. It's coarse. It's green. It, it gets everywhere. <laughs> oh, Annie. One of the best Anakin, you of son of a bitch. Film. <laughs> That's why it won- that monologue itself won three Oscars. Writing, directing, and Hayden Christensen best actor, and it won three Tatooine Oscars too. <laughs> <laughs> the Tatooinies. <laughs> ta- no, that's the mascot of Tatooine High. The Tatooiner dog. It's like a hot dog <laughs> riding a pod racer. <laughs> But the pod like racer blasters. engines are like buns. <gasps> oh, can we have Anna design or uh, Martin design that? <laughs> for for the podcast. For, sure. for the, yes. the tattoo get... weenies. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we could Martin make it a shirt. The tattoo weenies. Disney right. might sue us, though. Mm. I have a feeling for the seventeen dollars that we built made the shirts for. That is true. The Bob Iger's back at the helm, and he is the head of the "fuck you" writers. I know. Uh, and did you see that he admitted to it? Wasn't yeah, that Iger? Was like, fuck yeah, fuck the writers. Who was so, like, yeah. "We're just going to hold out until they have to lose their homes, and then they'll be forced to come back to work." It was somebody. 
Mm, yeah, that sounds Anyway, right. that's my you bit know. about sand, and I never realized that it is kind of like mud, but it's not mud at the same time. So write us. Yes. Leave us a message. Uh, write us. Um, get, hit us up on threads, and uh, let's figure out if uh, if wet sand is mud. Yes, that's true. This is without us doing a lick of research either. So if someone if someone's got some kind of yeah, someone's got some kind of inside scoop, let us know. If you're like a, if you're a like a geologist or like a soil biologist or something, like maybe you have some expertise Ooh, yeah. that we can get in on. Ooh, if you're a geologist, hit me up with that fact. I would love that. Um, so basically, they decide to put Zoyberg on trial to, to, at the Supreme Court. Uh, Wait, sorry, which speaking of geologists, the, remember the episode where it's like, my boyfriend rocks. Like the oh, couple yeah. who's like, the guy has I'm a, a paleontologist. Yeah. <laughs> Chicks dig paleontologists. I'm a paleontologist. <laughs> <laughs> and then his girl, very sweet though, that he has a girlfriend. She's like, my boyfriend rocks. Yeah, she's like, thanks for saving my nerdy boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Chick, oh, so the supreme court comes up and it's a very entertaining mix of like present day for them supreme court justices and celebrities from back then including Snoop um Dogg. including Snoop Dogg, who doesn't have any lines because they put snoop dogg on the supreme court in a prior episode so he canonically he has to be on it but he, he clearly didn't voice act for this yeah, they episode didn't so they, just, they didn't give any lines he just had him time. there um so yes the the wonderful um free waterfall senior is the lawyer for zoidberg and like we said he just pisses everyone off with the way he lives his life which is the most freedom but he's literally been on like every war in the earthican past and he keeps falling apart and he's like land negotiation and says all these like curmudgeonly prospectory things yeah. like phrases and stuff um and he's up against the hyper chicken lawyer yeah yeah who, who does not really have any good lines i thought i thought they could have done it better back and forth the good one is just two. when he when uh, uh waterfall senior refers to him as a city slick and chicken and then he's like bagawking on the ground like getting seeds <laughs> off the ground he's, he's like roosting he's like feeding yeah. yeah yeah he's feeding yeah Mickey Roos in another episode. Um, but the Supreme Court basically, uh, in a rare double whammy decision, yes. finds Zoidberg guilty and polygamy legal. Polygamy is goes, constitutional. Oh, yes, polygamy constitutional. And he goes, I can't wait to tell my husband. And then that's the loudest boo he gets. What a bunch of fucks. Exactly. I was going to be on my soapbox. That's how and I don't even need to because that is just. Need to. That is just raw homophobia. It really is. Your best life. I, you know what? I defend their freedom to think that way, but I defend my freedom to call them a bunch of fucking assholes. Exactly. Exactly. But yeah, I did find that um, before they get to the Supreme Court scene, I forget who says it, but it's like this is going to go to the place where the Constitution doesn't need squat. The Supreme Court. Oh, yeah, and I was like, Supreme how Court. timely is that? How apt does that feel? How? So I was listening. Twenty years later. And it's literally the same, the same. except for maybe this, worse. Uh, the this American History podcast, and this guy does one, and he was doing it about the election of um, Thomas Jefferson, and that basically John Adams was trying to pack <clears throat> pack the courts with a bunch of Federalists because they lost the House, they lost the presidency, and their party had fallen apart. 
and and the Democratic Republicans took over. So basically, Adams like tried to appoint a bunch of Supreme Court justices to the the top to be the the what's it called the Supreme Supreme the Court Grand Justice. Wizard Supreme Justice. <laughs> That is a KKK position. <laughs> that is a position in the K- It's imperial wisdom. Can I just say? Can I just say that? That's okay, a very. This is gonna go. This is a very D and D like term for the KKK to be. It's using. a very kick ass name. I'm sorry. It's such a cool D and D name. And now they've ruined like, Grand fuck. Wizards forever. No one can ever have a Grand Wizard. Wizard again. Right. Grand Wizard synonymous with the KKK. Oh yes, it's Grand Wizard and Imperial Dragon. Imperial now Dragon that makes me think: sounds... Did the first Grand Wizard of the KKK did he like have a magic show and like that's what was he an actual everyone? wizard? He was like a magician and he called himself that. And then everyone's like, "Well, he's the coolest of us all. He can <laughs> he better be the Grand Wizard." I'm guessing that's exactly what happened in the 1800s. Anyways, he, he tried to appoint a bunch of um, heads of the Supreme Court as oh Chief Justice. And nobody fucking wanted the job because they're like, fuck the fucking Supreme Court. The Constitution doesn't matter there and they have no power. And then once it cut more power, everyone – like once they gave the Supreme Court more power, everyone fucking hated them because they were overturning laws that were already yeah. passed. And so like it's been like hundreds of years that people are like, this is the end of democracy. The Supreme Court is going to overturn every law. And it's just been happening like literally consistently for the past 200 years. They're, they get a fucking bad rap the entire time no matter who gets it. The only people who are happy are the people who are in power. I know, which is like dumb that it's just become a, a, an arm of the executive branch. Mm, yeah. But, but well, in a weird yeah. lagging way, right? Because like right now, it's not the executive branch. It's like the, the seeds planted from the last administration. Yeah. Yes. Okay. We're digressing hard, but yes, I don't disagree with some of that. Anyways, the Supreme Court. You dare challenge me? The grandest of all the wizards? <laughs> in my own in my own koala court? In my own koala court. I'm Chief Justice it's... of the Koala Court. <laughs> and you are the Imperial <laughs> Dragon Counselor. <laughs> I don't want to be the Imperial Dragon. Well, I've named I've dubbed you thus. <laughs> Okay, parentheses, no affiliation. Elder Salters have that as, it's like my Esquire. It's Grand Dragon, parentheses. You have to see how it's written, because it's written in that sort of generic, you know, Chinese restaurant font. And it has a kind of red (laughs) dragon silhouette. I mean, I'm having Chinese. And you're holding a plate of um, General So's chicken sandwich. Of chow mein, and I'm like, (gasps) (laughs) oh, Sam, not even a full entree. You're giving samples samples away, like uh, like at Costco. (laughs) Oh, you know what? I'll take it. I love Costco samples. It's a dream job. So do you know that they get paid $500,000 a year? Dream I did. Job. That's why there's only one person who gives out samples and they have to go to every store every day. <laughs> it's sort of a Santa Claus-esque operation it every is. day. That's why they make the big bucks. That's why they're paid equally with Santa, who also makes $500,000 a year. The other interesting thing is that they're actually only paid in the big buck. It's only one. It's a $500,000 bill. <laughs> Dollar bill. And there's only one bank that can cash in. It's at the North Pole. Go figure. It's so, that's so inconvenient. Chase North Pole. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, I, or do you think? I guess instead of a chase, it would be Wells Far Go <laughs> Far North. <laughs> <laughs> Wells Far North. <laughs> 
okay, we should be scabs of the writer's strike. We really should. This has been magic so far. <laughs> this, I, I, people would pay to hear this. Or apparently not. Anyway, so they... Yeah, the apparently not. Are, <laughs> yeah. The court rules in favor of um, in a rare the, double the, whammy. <laughs> in a rare double whammy decision, court rules in favor of um, the prosecution. Soyberg is sentenced to death, and the Decapodians are like, "Fuck no, we're not going to let this happen." So they go to the Decapodian embassy. They try and break it on. They talk about sovereign mud, and then the Decapodians have their um, basically like scuttling crab ships come in. And yeah, so Zap is like attacking it, and they're like, "Now that you're on this like sovereign mud, like that's a an act of war." So like we're gonna retaliate, and they call down these like crab ships, and they start attacking everything, mm-hmm. and they enslave all of humanity on Earth, all of the Earth Earthlings, right? And because there's like, only one ship that can defend them, which is the Nimbus. And Zap gives the defense codes to a oh, right, right, right. body and man and a Jean Shallot mustache and wig. Who, with his a, name is Hugh Man. <laughs> <laughs> and Zap's like, now that's a name I can trust. <laughs> so good. And he's wearing the oven mitts and he like can't handle the CD. He fumbles it. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. Um, so then they basically take over and they have like slave labor for the Decapodians to build like similar to the pyramids where they're building like a, a, a mobile oppression palace. It turns out one of my favorite components of this is that the Decapodians have weapons, but their weapons are literally like those extender arms. Yeah. With the hand, with the little gripper the exact thing. Same animation, right. With the same gripper, but it's the exact same like animated claw as the one on their hand. So it's like no different than yeah. their actual claw. They're just grabbing people with it. And I they don't even use it very hard. It just sort of pinches them. It's not like it hurts you yeah, that bad. Leela's like, Ow! Hey, yeah. Um, so the crew ends up going to the mu- the museum of weapons. Was it the museum of weaponry? Yeah, and um, to try to find an they, old fashioned weapon because none of the like digital computerized ones work. Right, exactly. So they go they go find a heat seeking missile from Fry's day and try and launch it. But the Tekapodian technology is quote cold blooded like we are. <laughs> yeah, which was. So Zoidberg kind of realizes that the they went too far with enslaving everybody, and he's like, you know, this is counter counter to the purpose that we want to serve here. So he decides that he's going to help um, the Earthlings fight back, and so he takes a, an American flag from um, water free waterfall seniors uh, like squished me, body, an Earthican flag. Oh, an Earthigan flag, right? Because it has the, and the I was stripes, like to, but then an Earth instead of the stars. Before you put the, the bow on it, I would like to interject my favorite part of this episode that literally made me laugh out loud was Freewater Senior grabs the flag, starts waving it in front of them with no weapons of any sort, and is like, I'll die with old freebie. You can crush me, but you can't crush my spirit. No, he says, and crush my soul. <laughs> He says spirit. Oh, he says spirit. Okay, bye bye. Yeah, he's like, he's like, he's like, you can crush me, but you can't crush my spirit. And then they like smash him with a claw, and he just goes, "Ow, my spirit!" <laughs> <laughs> so he's like cartoonishly flattened on the pavement, and Zoidberg yeah. takes the the flag from him, and his, like Dale said earlier, his, his hand comes off. He has to like sort of like he's like yuck, and then <laughs> flings the hand <laughs> off. Good. And he's like waving. He takes Bender's cigar and he lights the flag, and everyone's like, "Oh my god, he's doing another like flag desecration!" But then Zoidberg's like, "But like, look at how I'm going to use the flag." And so he 
these sort of javelins it at the mobile oppression palace. So the fire mm-hmm. then attracts the heat-seeking missile and blows up the mobile oppression palace. Yes, and um, Zoidberg becomes a hero. Right, Zoidberg basically becomes a hero. It ends with the exact same like crowd gathered in front of the um, that not the Lincoln Mall Monument. Or on the yeah, mall. it's not the Lincoln Monument. It's the the monument to that like Zorgliak Snog, the seventeenth or right, whatever, right. who overtook Earth. And so he um, gets to take a bite out of the flag for a photo op, and they raise it. And at the end, he's like, "I wonder what the shroud of Turin tastes like." <laughs> <laughs> now that I'm now that I've been eating all these important pieces of cloth. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which is good. So, what? How many um, polygamist wives would you rate this? I would give this. Um, Overall, I love the plot. I feel like there weren't as many funny jokes or one-liners in it as I was kind of remember there to be. So I'm going to give this a 3.5. Ooh, Ooh, interesting. I'm going to give this a... I'm going to give it a 4. Okay. I was going to go 3.75, but what bumped it up was the... the, It had a a full-on lull from the, Ow! My spirit! (laughs) (laughs) If it didn't have that, I would have gone through 1.75, but that one literally made me, like, full guttural laugh. I do want to give an honorable mention to the chant that the rioters are doing, which is uh, – that are against Zoidberg, which is, two, four, six, eight, eating the flag is bad. <laughs> <laughs> it said, don't chew on me. Don't <laughs> on me. <laughs> that was a good sign. Um, well, would you like to go first and okay, throw y'all, sure. or would you like me to go? So what are the three types of uh, the three categories of, of, of soldiers that, um, that Zap mentions at, at the beginning of the episode or middle beginning? He's talking, he's addressing like soldiers and he says three different types. I have no clue. I don't even remember that part. <clears throat> where's, where's he addressing them? On board the Nimbus? I can't quite remember. It's it's like at like the very soldiers. It's, it's like when Zaphis first comes into the episode, basically. Oh, I do not recall at all. Is and it, I, is it, is I'm it not right trying to embassy? phrase it in a trick question away. I'm just trying to not give it away. Is he talking about like basically everyone being expendable except for himself? I'm guessing. Yes, kind of, but that's not the point of the. Don't let I have that no distract clue. I don't you. remember that at all. He says, "Men, women, and children." Oh, I knew that. I remember that one, but that's not three types of soldiers. I'm thinking like infantry and stuff. That was that that's was why I said it's not a trick question. question. PD, I already told you that don't was, make me feel no, guilty about this. That I'm that I'm guilt tripping hard. Okay, I'll take, well, if I'll you're going to guilt trip, if you're going to guilt trip, then you get zero points. <laughs> and there's only one question, so you got zero. <laughs> I do. I do remember that line. That was a really good line. The, the, and it's not Zap. It's Nixon who says it. He's okay. like, to honor the wonderful men, women, and children of our military. Okay, you, that was a trick question. You do get a one there. Okay. You saved yourself. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Okay, where... <laughs> Close call. Um, okay, so Free Waterfall Senior mentions losing two different types of body parts on two different planets specifically. 
what are the planets and on what planets were those body parts lost? He lost his teeth on Mars and his nails on Saturn, respectively. Respectively. (laughs) I I wrote that one down because he also talks about hoisting his intestines as a flag or to use using his his own intestines to to hoist hoist the flag flag made out of his own skin. (laughs) That's the why. Okay, so um, what is the court case that the hyper chicken cites as precedence for the? Oh shit. Um, I don't remember that one either. That was a good it's, question. It's though. Alabama versus giant space iguana <laughs> for for gnawing off the corners of the constitution, for nibbling off the corner of the constitution. <laughs> oh, that was a good one. I okay, and that. then this one is a freebie because it's a quote that we love. How does Fry refer to ideas? Oh, you know. Uh, pictures with that hurt or, or a headache with pictures. Yeah, a headache with pictures. <laughs> yeah. I had that one written down too. Oh my god, is that it? Uh, yeah, that was a res- that's four. So that was a respectable showing. All right, I'll take seventy five percent. Technically, it should be eighty two point five because I didn't know what the space iguana did. To the I gave you, but I didn't oh, even argue for it. No, that that was not part of the question. I know. I didn't argue for him. But now you are. I'm trying to be respectful. Watch it. (laughs) Grand Wizard. Hey, buddy. (laughs) Imperial Dragon. (laughs) Better watch it. So fucked. Okay. My first question is, there's a reference that was frequently used in the hallowed halls of Burris Laboratory School. Okay. This is trivia or history of our lives. I'm gonna no. I'm, I'm gonna give this one to you because it's technically a sign, but it was used by a certain um, a certain individual who was the head of Little Owls. Wait, what does this have to do with Futurama? I don't understand. It's used in the episode. It's a very uncommon phrase that is used in this episode that that co- that Coach Carr used to use all the fucking time. Uh. It's technically a sign, though, so I couldn't use it. I just wanted to see if you, you caught it. Oh, it's it's the it's 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 the scene change when they go to Washington D.C. at the beginning, and it's got the Washington Monument and then the Clinton oh, Monument. Oh yeah, and they snip off. And the it Clinton says Washington. Monument. Yeah, they circumcise the Clinton Monument, but it says uh, dedicated to the sweat hog of 2097. Oh my god, I did not even <laughs> see that sign. I I was like, wait, sweat hog? I've never fucking heard anyone but I did, one I other never human heard, in my life use said, sweat hog. Name everything you've ever heard Coach Carr say. I would, ne- I would, not, would not have gotten a sweat hog. I would not. Oh, would, you're supposed to say sweat. That was deep in the bowels of sweat hog doobers. Oh, yeah. Okay, fair. So that's why I didn't. I, I just wanted to see. You okay, I, I could not get that. I could not get that. <sighs> that's not, doesn't, that one doesn't count, though, because okay, it was that technically was, a sign. That was a warm-up. So it's, free, it's a freebie, yeah. Um. Nixon makes reference Wait, do I get a point for that, or it's zero? It's a, It's not. Zero, zero. Okay. It's a, it's a zero out of zero. Right, So right, just right, pretend right, it never right, happened. Right, 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 right. Um, Nixon makes two references to his administration. Do you recall what they were? Two references. Mm-hmm. I'll give you a hint. One is about his enemy. And one is about his scandal. Oh, I, they're kind of there, but I can't remember them. Something about, okay. Do you, 
China and Watergate event? No, kind no. Yes, about Watergate, right, but right, right. Um, not about China. I don't know. He goes when they're chasing after Zorberg, they go, "Stop that red menace!" And the red menace was the name for communism. Oh, oh, and, oh. Like, <laughs> when they were going after him, and then the second one is see. This is why I really liked it because there were so many good Nixon lines too. He's like, "Let's storm that palace," and then under his breath, or "Let's storm the place." After his under his breath, he goes, "Without my prior knowledge." Or oh, consent. I did like that one. Yeah, <laughs> without yeah. my prior knowledge. <laughs> um, and then uh, I will give you a point if you can name the Chief Justice. Oh, it's Chief Justice Wang? Mm, close. It is a Chinese last name. Fang? Ooh, you're you're heating up. Fong. Uh keep going with the second different vowel. Fung. Ooh, shorten it. Shorten it? Mm-hmm. Fun. Foon. Keep going. She keeps shortening. Foo. <laughs> yeah. Chief Justice Myrtle Foo. Oh, okay, okay. I'll give you half a point for that one. And then um, if you can name the Supreme Court – another one, if you can name the Supreme Court Justice who is technically currently on the bench, who is also on the bench in Futurama. There's only one left. Uh, Alito? You could, probably, you could probably reason this one. Samuel Alito? He wasn't on the bench in Futurama. Scalia was instead. And Scalia passed away. Yeah, he died uh, in the Obama administration. Oh, oh, is it the lady? Is it um, the one on the left? It was um, Justice... Oh, no, Roberts. Clarence Thomas is there. There you go. There yeah, you yeah, go. Clarence it's Clarence Thomas. Thomas. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Which is nutty to me that he's literally still on the Supreme Court and this episode came out 20 years ago. Bizarre. And he's been <laughs> accepting bribes the whole time. <laughs> they're not bribes. They're free vacations from friends. Okay. Um, that was a joke. They're clearly. Uh, and then you, you got my other ones. Teeth and nails. And then... Um, we already talked, we already talked about every reason or reasons that they hate free waterfall senior. Okay. <laughs> He's a Satanist, a polygamist and, <laughs> and a bisexual. Um, here are some bonus ones that are signs that I appreciated. So when the, when the mobile oppression palace is, is like, um, just destroying a bunch of stuff, it uh, goes to a sign that's Johnson's <laughs> collapsible hats and it collapses the hat. And then it's easy squeeze accordions and it like squeezes the accordion. And then it's, Hair King's unbreakable combs, and it can't break the sign. And And then I, I finally, uh, I never noticed this before, but the flag on top of the Mobile Oppression Palace is like a play on another communist thing. Instead of a hammer and sickle, it's a hammer and claw. But it's not like a, it's not like a sledgehammer shape. It's like a a regular claw hammer, like a regular. Yeah, that's pretty good. I never noticed that before. But it's a hammer and a claw hammer and a claw that's funny it should have been like a mallet like uh, like a, a crab cracking mallet oh that would be good right well 
<laughs> I thought you were going to have a bunch of them. That was like one scene. That was two. That was four <laughs> yeah. different items. It's just the way you set it up. You're like, I've got some signs. I was expecting I said I had like some honorable seven or eight. I mentioned four <laughs> okay, signs. Okay. okay, that's fair. Is that fair, 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 fair? No, Does this it is not definitely enough. Please, you. <laughs> Does this not entertain you? Are you not entertained? No, that was good. It was just I, I expected more from the setup. I read too far into it. I guess I really well, uh, I set up the expectations high on that one. But that is going to sure. be it well, for us today, ahead. y'all. Um, as always, you can find us on Patreon, patreon.com slash world of tomorrow pod. Uh, you can support us on there. It's a great way to get access to the bonus content and episodes a week early. Um, and then also we're not doing Twitter anymore. We are on threads. So you can follow Woo! me at the most chill bro, all one word. Um, and that is where we do the threads updates now. Yes. And for those of you who aren't Patreon or subscribing to us, we have some things that are coming and changing and moving and shaking. So keep in, heap up and stay tuned. Well, but if you're not you. paying and you're just a listener, we'll love, love you, forever. you forever. We'll, we'll love, love you for, you for always. always. As, as long, long as you're, as you're listening, listening, our friend, our friend, you'll, you'll be. be. Oh, your you well, we will. I your friend hey, will be. Your friend will be. Yeah, our friend, you'll be. Our friend, you will be. You are right. You said our, your friend, our. We'll love you forever. Be. We'll love you forever. So as long as you're living, our friend, you'll be. As long as you're living. If you're dead, you're dead to us. You're dead. You're. You don't you're, even fuck with us. If you're, you're dead, fucking dead. You're toast. <laughs> <laughs> when you're here, your family or your toast, <laughs> <laughs> or your toast. <laughs> Listen, you're Alrighty. either here at Olive Garden or your toast. <laughs> or your toast. <laughs> this started to sound like Crambot. <laughs> So who should take us out today? Um, a certain uh, lunar residence. Yeah, I agree. I love it. We're whalers on the moon. We carry a harpoon. Fly direct to wheels. So we tell them tall tales and sing a whaling tune. Bye. Bye.